Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on some classic or foreign films, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. In this episode, I am going to be reviewing the animated Academy Award nominated animated feature film from Netflix, The Sea Beast. This is a movie, obviously, came out last year, 2022, as it is nominated for a 2023 Academy Award for Best Animation, which I would love for this movie to win. I doubt it. I I haven't seen all the animated films. I would like to actually go through and watch the animated films. I enjoy watching the movies that are nominated for Academy Awards, despite the fact that I don't like award shows. But I like watching movies that are ranked in any kind of form of way. And just being nominated puts them in a a subgenre of sorts. Uh, So... That is one reason why I decided to watch this, but I've also heard many good things. This has been a movie that was recommended on from many sources when it first hit Netflix last year, and a movie that I planned on watching, but obviously never got around to until now, where I made some time for it. And it it's the feature review of this week. Uh, this is a movie directed and written by Chris Williams. Uh, screenplay was by him in a, in addition to Neil Benjamin also wrote the screenplay. Uh, Matson Tomlin was a story consultant. Uh, this movie stars Carl Urban. If you're a fan of the Amazon Prime show Boys or The Boys, I don't know, is The or Just Boys, either way, amazing show. Carl Urban is like the leader of The Boys. I forget his name uh, in that. Uh, but uh, great in that. Great in this. Uh, it's also starring Zaris Angel Hader, uh, Jared Harris, and uh, Marianne Jean Baptiste. Those are some of the voice talents of this film. Uh, and the basic idea of this film, it's about a young girl who stows away on this ship of these legendary monster hunters that go out into the open sea and hunt these giant sea beasts that exist. Uh, they go on these this epic journey in this film into uncharted waters and make history in many ways, make history. Uh, overall, I as I said previous, if you may have gathered, I love this movie. Uh, I had planned to watch this months ago when it was first came out on Netflix. A uh, lot of recommendations to watch it. And even even still, during a lot of people have been putting out their best of 2022 list, and I've heard this movie come up multiple times. Obviously, as I said, nominated for an Academy Award. So there's a lot of reasons why I should have already watched this movie, but I'm glad I finally did. I was blown away watching this movie. This movie was so much fun. 
right? I would 100% recommend it, right? I, I also heard that it's getting a sequel. Very happy about that. Uh, this is a movie that is not based on a comic book as far as I'm concerned. It's not based on, this is not a reboot of something from the 90s. This is a new IP that came out into the world, which is sadly a very uncommon thing in entertainment these days, and was amazing. It was amazing. I had a lot of fun. It is not only just a great animated kids movie, a great adventure movie, uh, but it's a movie that I think anybody would love. If you're a fan, like let's say you're an older person, right? And and animated movies, like, oh, that's just for kids, right? If you're one of those people that's just like, oh, animated movies, those are for kids. Obviously not true. There's plenty of animated content that's definitely for adults. I think this plays well for any age group. But it definitely, if you're a fan of like the more recent movie Kong Skull Island or even Godzilla vs. Kong or you're a fan of the old-school Godzilla movies, those old-school monster movies, this is a movie that I think you would enjoy, you would appreciate. Uh, so I would recommend it to almost everybody. Uh, this is an easy recommendation. There, I can't see, unless you're just a straight-up fascist, because there are some... The themes of this movie, there are a lot of themes of this movie... Not to say that it is an anti-fascist movie specifically, but there are elements of this movie that I will talk about that are surprisingly poignant in the politics of 2023. Uh, and I will get to that. And it's interesting how those themes are woven into this movie. But unless you're just like a straight-up fascist, like the only characters, if you watch this movie, the only characters you might relate to are the king and queen, the royalty of this this uh, reality. Uh, but other than that, it's a widespread must-watch. It's a great movie. Um, the characters are great. The animation style, I really enjoyed the different character design. Uh, very fun character design for the humans. Uh, and also, the monsters, a little bit more simplistic design, but the scale of these monsters that you come across along in this story is insane. That's why I compared it to movies like Kong Skull Island, where out of the King Kong movies, that is the one movie where the King Kong character is scaled up far larger than in any other depiction of that character. Uh, and similarly to the, the follow-up to that, where it's Godzilla versus Kong, um, the scale of those monsters really adds a lot to this movie where you have kind of a design of these monsters that is very simplistic. Like there's not overly like the, the opposite end of the spectrum to like the designing of these characters would be the, the Terminator, not the Terminators, the Transformers. Right, where if you watch the Transformers, also large-scale, large but there are so many moving parts and textures and pieces that it's almost difficult to understand what you're looking at when you see the Transformers move in an action scene. Versus this movie, The Monsters, still a large scale, but they are designed very similar to, I would say, like a Lilo and Stitch 
or a how to train your dragon they are definitely more designed to be not as scary looking like they are very adorable looking monsters in a lot of cases but the sheer scale of these monsters in compared to the humans right if i was one of the monsters the humans would be like like the my my pinky nail like they're so small so their size is what's menacing about them versus their look kind of adorable right which i think is kind of a great mix especially for like a kids movie where the monsters aren't necessarily going to be that scary their size can be menacing but their look is not something that's overly menacing necessarily which i think plays well with this movie right so you also have this captain of the ship the ship that's well known for hunting monsters captain crow who is a badass he's somebody who's willing to go all in to get his trophy right he is somebody that's not just sitting back and dictating to his crew to fight these monsters he's willing to grab a spear and dive into the water to get his catch uh and and saw off a piece of the monster to collect his trophy right so kind of a badass but also has a sense of honor has a sense of doing what's right and i think the character that helps him keep on that right path to choose and do the right things is one of our lead characters jacob who is as equally a badass uh like he is a lot of the captain's success i would say is due to jacob who is younger than the captain but he is does the bulk of the work like he is everywhere all at once and doing all of the things and despite the captain also willing to get his hands dirty definitely you can tell that the captain understands and respects the the large amount of things that jacob brings to their success right and respected as such right definitely and he keeps you know he's definitely somebody who not only he will contra contradict the captain in ways will remind the captain of certain responsibilities their quote-unquote code and the captain because he has such respect for jacob will listen to him right he's not one of these leaders that don't listen to like he he has respect for the people that that fight alongside him so i i enjoy their kind of and not to say that he's perfect not to say that either of these people are perfect but there is a level of respect there that i enjoy right and then you have macy who is our kid who snows stows away just an absolutely adorable girl who is like super enthusiastic about adventures about these stories that she tells she is lives in a foster like a foster home of you know all these kids who or orphans orphanage i guess you would call it and she tells these stories of these men who go out on boats and women who go out on boats to capture these evil sea beasts and she has this book that she reads from that has all of the different tales of what jacob has done right jacob's stories are featured in this book captain crow's stories are featured in this book and she has such an enthusiasm for 
those stories, but also for what those men do, what those people do uh, to go out and hunt these monsters that in her stories attack the people, right? Which is awesome. Plays into the themes of this in, of this movie. This movie has amazing action scenes. Uh, just great. It's a great overall great action adventure. Uh, just some a great. There's a great action set piece to start it off, where they are out on a boat already. This is before Macy stows away, and just to start off the movie. And you see, where there's another ship that's in distress and. Jacob reminds the captain is that it's our code to save them where the captain wants to go after this monster, right? So keeping him on the right path, but it is an amazing kind of uh, action set piece. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about, are you a fan of art, movies, and all things entertainment? Then you need to check out youtube.com slash inspired disorder. Our page is jam packed with all kinds of great content, including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings. But that's not all. We also feature daily episodes from the Ray Taylor show, a podcast that brings you movie reviews, TV show reviews, episode recaps, opinions on news and entertainment, and much more. There's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories. And if that wasn't enough, we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics. So why wait? Head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer. And now back to the show. Uh, one of the aspects of this movie, there's a competition where the 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 kingdom, the the king and queen want to replace these independent contractors basically that are the monster hunters and replace them with a government boat and soldiers that are part of the government to go out and they think they've designed the perfect monster hunting boat ship and they think that their crew will be able to handle it. So it is, in many ways, this movie is that kind of movie where you have the old school, uh, old school guys who have experience versus the the new technology kind of green. They don't have any experience, and there's a competition to see if technology is going to work. Or is it going to be? It's almost like Rocky Four in a lot of ways, <laughs> but not way better, I would say, than Rocky Four. But a kind of a similar setup you see it in a lot of movies, and uh, it adds to it's kind of the bulk, the the main thrust of this movie is this competition that happens to see which one of these two crews is able to bring in, and they want them to capture the monster to bring it and show it to the the king and queen, right? Uh, but, you know, great action where people are like flung around like just there's just so tiny in comparison to these monsters. And there's also great monster fights. As I mentioned, Godzilla versus Kong. There are moments and monster fights in this that definitely remind me of monster fights that you would see in those types of monster movies, which I think are great in this movie uh, with absolutely beautiful animation. And again, some of the themes, you have honor, doing what's right, 
living a great life and dying a great death, at least initially, that is something that Macy, uh, it, like, that's kind of her code. That's what she wants to do to live a great life. And the honor and, and you know, historic nature of going out, dying, fighting these monsters, right? To have a great death is something to be honored. Which maybe that changes throughout the movie. Uh, you see uh, the purpose of the stories that she loves so much. You see what the purpose of those stories is, right? This movie, in in many ways, has to do with propaganda, with fake history, and how those things are effective at getting people to act a certain way, right? And this movie questions, right, what those things are, questions those stories, questions those things that they're being told, right? Questions who the real enemies are and who really profits from these stories. Who are these stories really trying to help and hurt and then it's also a movie that uh about bravery standing up for what's right and fair you know standing not only standing up for you believe in but standing up being able to change your opinions because you've been given new information that you realize you are maybe supporting the wrong path you are ne you're some you're doing something that is wrong changing your opinion after getting this in new information and standing up for what's right and being brave finding the courage to stand up for those things so i love all of the themes of this movie as well love the action love the characters uh, but I do want to get into some details of this movie, so I will be spoiling the Sea Beast from here on out. Uh, if it sounds like you want to watch this movie, I would highly recommend watching this movie. Uh, and I would, uh, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled, I wouldn't listen. You know, it is kind of fun to go in. And just ex experience this movie, especially if you have a big TV. Maybe sit close to your TV if you don't have a large TV. Definitely a movie that plays well the bigger the screen you have, especially the that the just the scale difference between these people and the monsters is amazing. But spoilers from here on out, you've been warned. Uh, the captain, so badass, right? Seemingly, there is a scene where he, as I said, likes to get his hands dirty when he goes in, takes off his shirt, grabs the spear, right? They got that monster hurt, and he goes in to deliver what he thinks is the death blow, right? And then as the monster is sinking into the water, goes to the horn of the monster to saw it off as a trophy as they're both sinking into the abyss it is just like it, it's like you see the kind of what this captain is willing to put himself in in order to get his trophy right he's not just he's not just somebody that likes to sit back and watch other people do the work right he wants to be the one 
to go into the depths of the ocean in order to collect this trophy. And of course, as that is happening, he gets pulled in, somehow survives, but an epic moment, right? This early on in the movie, you see the type of dude this captain is. Then you also see the kind of dude Jacob is, right? He, how he is a badass after they get back to shore, after their initial battle with this monster that was maybe successful. I mean, he was able to, I think he got the horn off, but the monster wasn't dead necessarily. I forget exactly, but when they get back to shore and you see Jacob being some dude stitching up his wounds and Jacob is seeing the crew kind of uh, bummed out, like he gets up to give them a pep talk while he's being sutured up, which I would say pretty badass, right? Pretty badass. And then also when he is on the trip with Macy, right, after they are kind of with the monster, and he's reading her book, and he's seeing how these stories that he's never read, knows they exist, obviously, but reading the stories, realizing how different these stories are from what he actually experienced, and poking holes in all of the things of the story, and kind of realizing, kind of highlighting, and bringing to the surface how these stories are propaganda how they are intended to make these monster hunters look like the heroes and to paint the monsters as such to paint these creatures as monsters as a thing that is somehow a threat to human society right you have macy right good-hearted has amazing enthusiasm for adventure Right, She gets stows away to become a hunter. That's what she wants to do. She's read all these stories, right? Almost similar to a kid that may have grown up watching 80s action films and thinking that the, the military does good things around the world. They make the world safe for democracy. And then signing up and realizing that people are generally just cannon fodder to get good resource prices on things. Uh, or to destabilize governments in order to put somebody in power that will do business with the with America. Uh, so she wants to become a, a hunter. She cuts a lot of ropes in this movie. It is kind of surprising how many times she is. But it's one of the things she can do, right? She's She wants to contribute. She wants to do the right thing. She follows Jacob's orders more than the captain's orders. Uh, mostly because I think she realizes that Jacob has, and Jacob's shown to have more of a, like he's shown to respect the codes more, willing to change his opinions on things, right? But she, she doesn't mind disobeying the captain, despite, uh, you know, multiple times he, him not wanting her to cut ropes. But, uh, you know, and of course, as she and and uh, and Jacob are on after they go overboard in this fight with Red and her and Jacob are with Red, basically. Of course, she she bonds with the monsters, right, because she's the one that un uncovers and realizes that 
that these monsters aren't actually out to get them. Despite the fact that she grew up on these stories, like she realized these stories aren't true. Jacob realizing these stories aren't true, right? Realizing that that whole scene when they go to Monster Island and it takes him a while, but eventually he realizes that these monsters are only angry and attack humans because the humans were first to attack them, right? The idea that these monsters were plucking children from their villages at night, right? Were just stories written in order to encourage people to go fight these monsters. Propaganda. Uh, right, so misunderstood CB, she, she uncovers that, right? The, the idea that there is a new way, right? The, the competition in this movie to set everything up where you have the government ship versus the, the, the old experienced crew, an interesting thing. But a lot of it is with Macy and Jacob as they go to Monster Island, right, with their new friend, Red, the, the sea beast that is on the cover of the movie poster, right? They get stranded on this island where there's a lot of fun monsters, more absolutely adorable, adorable monsters. There's one she calls Blue because it is blue, very adorable and has like they have almost they almost look like they're made. They almost look like they're toys. If not for uh, blue is really small. Blue is like the size of a mid-sized dog. But the other monsters very large, but they all look like they're just molded out of like silicone or something like that. Until you get really close, you can see some texture to them, but in general they're very kind of shiny and smooth. Which they are sea creatures, so it makes sense, you know, like you look at a like a whale or a or a seal and it they're smooth smooth texture they don't look they look you know coloring different but anyway when they get stranded on that island it's pretty cool um when they're traveling you know they're going through i mean they initially get swallowed by this monster and you realize that they're just kind of being transported right the monster's not swallowing them uh, there's multiple times they're in like his nostril and somehow the water is not coming in. I would imagine that has something to do with just the air pressure within is not right. There's probably some explanation to that somewhere, but it, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see, especially when there's a storm and they go underwater and they're watching this lightning storm from underneath the water as you know, it's pretty cool, like a, a new type of a, a look you don't really see in movies. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor. That's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts. 
featuring designs from the Many Faces series. Or take home a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now, back to the show! Uh, and then as they're traveling, seeing the repercussions of this war between men and beasts that have gone on for so long and seeing on the ocean floor the skeletons of monsters, the skeletons of these ships, right? Just seeing that this war that's been going on, this needless war has only produced death right as all wars tend to produce just a lot of death uh and uh it, it's interesting to see that portrayed at the the seafloor right and the ending is amazing right the importance of truth the importance of truth in history right actually understanding what is real what the real truth is right and them trying to let it end trying to let this war between men and beasts end right because it's just a never-ending war as wars seem to be sadly because they are so profitable they are they go on forever and this war goes on forever and they just want it to end right the moment where he finally, where Jacob's actually able to break the spear is hilarious considering the previous time. It was funny when they were on Monster Island and he's trying to do no more killing monsters and then he can't break the thing but like beating up his leg. First off, for anybody that's tried to break a stick on their leg and that happens, you can feel the pain that Jacob is going through. And then when he actually breaks it, it's great. But then to still get that recognition a little bit later where, oh, it still hurt when you when you broke the spear, didn't it? It's pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, the kid, the bravery in this kid to not only speak out against the king and the queen, but to do so in front of them and in front of all of the people of the kingdom. Right? To To take this moment to actually speak the truth. Right, a lot of bravely got got me a little choked up. Right, see, it's amazing as they end this war. Right, as they uncover the propaganda that they've been fed, they uncover the fake history that they've been fed. That the the we should be striving to be good people, right? To have actual honor in what we do, and not to just needlessly end life because of these stories that they've been told. Love it. Love this movie. Great animation. Great story. I love the themes, right? And like I said, so relevant today, as we see in a lot of red states where they are trying to remove any kind of history that makes white people look bad, trying to remove any discussion that human existence can exist in any other form than a straight person 
to only acknowledge heterosexuality as the only expression of human existence, right? We see a lot of what this movie is touching on in the propaganda, in these fake stories, in the government labeling a small group of people as monsters in order to convince people it's okay to attack them as the our government has done to marginalized minorities throughout history whether you're talking about the 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 propaganda involved with marijuana in order to label anybody who smokes marijuana as a monster to label anybody of color as a monster they do that now with the lgbtq where they label drag queens and trans people as monsters unfoundly no proof whatsoever they just make these stories up and these sheeple go out and they cause they harass they terrorize they do all of the nasty things because they believe the propaganda they've told they believe they have an enemy the same way when we go to war Anybody that we are opposed to, they label as monsters. You look at with immigration, they label people who have melanin in their skin as monsters, as criminals, as rapists. And this movie talks about all that, but with monsters. It's beautiful. Right? Ignore the dark history of America. America was great. We made friends with the Native Americans. It wasn't a massive genocide. We restored democracy overseas. We didn't destabilize the government so that we can do business with them for oil, for gas prices, and now for minerals that are used for batteries. No, we're, we're saving the people. Right? Same game plan, whether it's this movie, this fictional tale of people labeling a group as monsters in order to attack them, in order to justify attacking them throughout history. Throughout history, it is the game plan for conservatives, for fascists, to label marginalized groups as enemies in order to attack to make their people so scared to think they're going to take your children away right they instill this false fear in the people that feed off of their propaganda they instill this fear that your children are going to be harmed by these people and it's all bullshit and you also see especially in our younger generation because they've grown up with you know the internet access to information they they don't necessarily it's a lot harder for parents to groom their kids and brainwash their kids into believing their specific genre of propaganda and bullshit that you see a lot of kids, very similar to Macy, realizing 
that this stuff that they've been fed growing up by their parents is garbage, that people are good, that maybe we should be worrying about the people who are the heads of religions. Like, there's literally, it's, it's so common that there are jokes. There are jokes about how evil leaders of religion can be towards children yet nothing ever happens they are so effortlessly forgiven and these false labels are put on so many other people as the monsters that has zero proof zero proof and is just history repeating itself the same game plan that these fascists have used throughout history and kids are seeing through that and in this movie macy sees through that and it's and it's refreshing to see a character like not only like macy but also like jacob who changes his opinion who's spent his life thinking that he was doing a good thing hunting monsters and when he realized it is all bullshit he stopped and he did something to help stop it to help stop the war more than just some empty declaration on a shore of monster island where he attempts to break a spear he actively works to stop it from happening so i love that right and it's not heavy-handed about it right these themes are just part of the story but so, so relevant to the reality of not only today, but the reality of human history. How propaganda is used to label groups as the enemy in order to serve the purpose of the people in charge. Right? Make the commoner feel scared in order to get for the people in charge to get what they want. It is an easy game plan that works. But this is a definitely a movie that is a must-watch. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on The Sea Beast. Uh, and don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube if you're watching these episodes because they are available to watch on YouTube. Until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.